0: Welcome to the Anchor Podcast, offering Jesus-shaped perspectives and anchors for the soul. I'm your host, Jeremy Berg, and you can learn more about me and our ministry at kingdomharbor.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Well, this past weekend, we just celebrated Halloween. Kids in costumes, plastic pumpkins full of candy, and all the rest. You know, the origins of Halloween are are interesting, but you know, the very word Halloween means all Hallows Eve. It is the eve of All Saints Day. This 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 day in the Christian calendar where we we pause to ponder the saints who have gone before us to their heavenly, um, destination. And, um, you know, it was a a few years back. I got to go travel to Europe with Carrie. We ended up in a little village in, um, where were we? We were somewhere in Slovakia and we happened to be there on all saints Eve and uh, I mean, you, you look around our world in the United States, in the suburbs, and you, you see people putting quite a bit of, of work into decorating the house with spiders and creepy jack-o'-lanterns and, and uh, illuminated pumpkins on our front steps. I mean, it's getting bigger and bigger every, every year. Well, you go to other places and you find, instead of all that chotch on the doorstep you find what I found when we went on a walk late one night on All Hallows Eve in a little village in Slovakia. A cemetery, a cemetery that is alive with illumination, with candles, and all sorts of decorations. The locals, churches I'm guessing, spent no little time Going into that cemetery and decorating it up like it, we're having a ball. And we walked through that cemetery and there was people, other people roaming about. But it was just a festival of light, of candles. of, of And of course, we know in other cultures, like especially in, um, uh, in Mexico, you have the Dia de los Muertos, the, the Day of the Dead. And that movie that came out a few years ago, Coco, really kind of brings that alive. Well, all this to say, I want to talk today about All Saints Day. It's more familiar to Roman Catholic and Orthodox Christians. It's a day we pause to remember those who've gone before us, those who are in Christ in glory, the church universal is made up of those believers both on this earth right now and those who have passed on to the other side. And notice I didn't say saints both dead and alive. For we believe that all who are in Christ, though they die, yet shall they live, John eleven twenty five. 25. They live on eternally in the presence of God. And I have, honestly, a small bone to pick with fellow Protestants on this topic. While I have many profound disagreements with uh, Roman Catholicism and the Orthodox Church, I believe they have a much richer understanding of the communion of the saints that we profess in the Apostles' Creed. And I think Protestants have a far too diminished view on this topic. I mean, down through the centuries, the Church of True Believers has been divided into what we call the Church Militant in the church triumphant. church militant is the church who are still, the saints on earth who are still alive in the flesh, who are fighting the good fight of faith, of trying to be faithful soldiers of light in a dark world. And uh, so we're fighting the good fight of faith. The church triumphant, however, are those saints who have fought the good fight, who have now gone on to their heavenly reward, reward in glory, And uh, they have received the crown that that we hear about in the scriptures. And so, um, if our departed brothers and sisters, grandmothers and grandfathers in the faith, now abide in eternal glory with Jesus and are not therefore dead in the usual sense, unconscious, then what kind of relationship might they share with us who are alive in Christ on this side of the curtain? I mean, is it more than mere wishful thinking or childish speculation to tell a grieving person who's lost his father, maybe at a young age, that, you know, daddy is looking down from heaven and watching over you? Pushed even further, is it unbiblical, as many Protestants claim, to believe in the Roman Catholic doctrine of the intercession of the saints? I mean, if we are indeed quote, surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, Hebrews 12.1, saints who now stand alive in the presence of God's throne, and if they indeed have some awareness of the state of affairs on earth, which many Protestants do believe, you could see, for instance, Revelation 5.8, I mean, why would they not be asking God to intervene on our behalf? I know there's great speculation and debate over these questions, but I think it's an issue Protestants have been too fearful of. I mean, how many times have I heard a nervous Protestant ridiculing those Catholics who pray to the saints? When I believe our Catholic friends ask the saints to intercede for us, there's a huge difference there between praying to the saints and asking the saints above to pray for us. big difference. As one source cites, quote, Catholic and Orthodox Christians believe that the saints of God are just as alive as you and I, and are constantly interceding on our behalf. Remember, our connection with the saints in heaven is one grounded in a tight-knit communion. The saints are not divine, nor omnipresent, nor omniscient. However, because of our communion, common communion with and through Jesus Christ, our prayers are joined with the heavenly community of Christians. Saint Cyril of Jerusalem, writing in round 350 AD, testifies to this belief, saying, We mention those who have fallen asleep, first the patriarchs, prophets, apostles, martyrs, that through their prayers and supplications God would receive our petition. The Catholic Catechism concisely describes this communion among believers by which we are connected to Christ and thus to one another in these words, and I quote, Being more closely united to Christ, those who dwell in heaven fix the whole church more firmly in holiness. They do not cease to intercede with the Father for us. So by their fraternal concern is our weakness greatly helped. As Christian communion among our fellow pilgrims brings us closer to Christ, so our communion with the saints above joins us to Christ, from whom as from its fountain and head issues all grace and the life of the people of God itself. We worship Christ as God's Son we love the martyrs as the Lord's disciples and imitators, and rightly so because of their matchless devotion towards their king and master. May we also be their companions and fellow disciples. Unquote. Okay, so what do we Protestants find so objectionable and threatening in these sentiments? I honestly find a beautiful unity and communion in Christ that extends even across the mortal divide. I find great comfort in knowing that many have been down this road I now tread. My faith is spurred on by the living memory of those who have faced greater challenges, resisted greater temptations, endured graver trials, and and now stand triumphant in the glorious shadow of Christ in heaven. So today, as we think on All Saints Day, let us therefore, quote, throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and run with perseverance the race marked out for us here on earth, Hebrews 12.1. Because this road of discipleship we now walk is its well, well well-worn terrain. By the great cloud of witnesses, who now cheer us on from heaven's bleachers. Isn't that a comforting thought? Let us not just remember the saints once each year, but may we celebrate our mystical communion with them through Jesus Christ our Lord every day and in a special way every time we gather at the Lord's table through Holy Communion. At times, we, as a church, set up candles around the communion table, and we invite people as they come forward to receive the sacrament, to join um, Jesus in a in a spiritual communion at his table. We also believe we are somehow united with our loved ones in glory at Jesus' banquet table, and in some unknown speakable, hard-to-put-into-words, mysterious way, we find comfort knowing that we share at this common table in the common spirit of Christ, who is our host. And so we light those candles in memory of our loved ones who now are in glory. And I find that a beautiful thing, and I hope other Protestants will Let's spend some more time thinking about this. Well, grace and peace and God's blessings be on you this week. We'll see you soon.